Yo, what's up everybody? This is Marcus McDuffie here, owner of Ion Training, and this is Pasadena's only podcast for people 40 plus. Um, today we're going to get right into it, uh, and we're going to go over some of the one of the biggest mistakes I see people run into uh, when they start to try to lose weight or, you know, they're struggling to lose fat or whatever it may be in that category, right? Um, and it was inspired by this post I saw today by one of my favorite apps, um, the Carbon Diet Coach. I'm not sponsored yet, but uh, hopefully one day we're able to get a sponsorship through there. Anyway, um, and it's the post basically says, are you majoring in the minors, right? Are you majoring in the minors? And what that basically means is are you spending so much time focusing on the smaller things that don't matter, that you're really missing out on being on top of those big, um, those big movers and shakers, right? And I see this all the time at Iron Training. Uh, it's one of our biggest things that when we do our nutrition coaching with clients that we try to teach them, we try to walk them through, right? It's to focus on those big blocks, those big movers, and not to focus so much on the minors, right? So what we're going to go over first is uh, some, what are some of the minors that I see that people just need to like stop thinking so much about, right? Like these are things that may be important if you were some, you know, elite athlete or you're about to go step on the stage for bodybuilding and you need to make sure that your diet was completely locked in, uh, which for most of our people, almost all of our people, that is not the case. <laughs> and these are the exact same things that people end up focusing on and it stops them from really getting any results or making any progress, right? They end up in this like paralysis by analysis and they're so focused in on these key things. Uh, or these little things, right? So the first one is uh, diet selection, right? I see way too often people are trying to like spend time thinking, should I do keto or should I do, you know, intermittent fasting or should I do, you know, like paleo or, oh, I got this new diet that blah, blah, blah said. Um, and honestly, it's not that important. When we look at what's actually important for losing weight, it's going to be like putting you in a calorie deficit, right? It's not going to be, you you know what diets you really focus on and honestly a lot of times if a diet has a name it's just so they can sell more stuff right like there is nothing special or you know it's going to help you lose weight about a keto cookie but the fact that it says keto people are like oh man i'm keto i gotta go and get this keto cookie and it's like no no you just eat a cookie and like if you're me and i'm going to eat a cookie i'm gonna go get me a nice chocolate chip cookie. I'm not going to, you know, short sell it because it's keto and, you know, oh my God, I saved 20 calories. Wow. Um, So I think that's one of the biggest ones, right? Is stop focusing so much on what particular diet name that you're going for. It is not that important. Um, The second one is, and you know, it hurts my heart to say this a little bit, but exercise selection, right? The biggest thing people always think, oh, maybe I should do this or I should do this or maybe I should do yoga or maybe I should do lifting or maybe I should do that. Uh, The biggest thing is to find something you can do consistently without getting hurt, right? So if you're someone who, you know, if you can do yoga consistently and that's the only thing that you can do right now, then do that. If you can walk consistently and that's the only thing that you can do right now, then do that. If you can get in the gym, you can then like do that, right? But the biggest thing is going to be you consistently um, working out, whatever form that looks like. Now, if you're over 40, there's going to be a big time focus on, hey, like we want to make sure we're doing some resistance training uh, because the biggest reason that people 40 plus gain weight is because they lose muscle, right? So as much as, you know, the walking and, and, you know, things like that are are beneficial as side pieces, um, you know, you want to make sure that you're doing something to make sure you're building muscle. But 
what it is, right? As long as it's focused on you building muscle, you protecting your joints and you like staying stable and strong, what it is exactly isn't as important. It's all about consistency and making sure we're focusing on those couple things, right? Uh, so that's another one that, especially when people are starting off, they get way too caught up in that and they look through all these things and they're like, oh, I got to find the right thing. Uh, and it's it's way overrated. You know, you just need to start. You just need to start. Um, I say things twice sometimes, but I want you to really, really focus in on it. See, really, really. See, I got your attention there. Um, anyway, so that's the second big thing that I think people kind of fall into. And it's just a it just stops them from actually getting into those majors, right? Um, the third one that we're gonna go into is meal timing, right? Like what time you should be eating your meals. Um, it's another one where, hey, like if you were, um, you know, if you were doing this for a long time or, you know, if you were one of those bodybuilders, it'd be super important. But for most of our people and probably for you, if you're a listener to this podcast, it's really not that important for you, right? Um, and what meal timing is, is people kind of saying like, oh, I can only eat this thing at this time. Or, oh, I got to make sure that I'm like completely on point. Um, no, that was that was my chair and I fart. Um, but got to make sure I'm completely on point with when I eat every little thing. And that is another mistake, right? It does not matter that you ate late at night. Not at all. It does not matter that you ate late at night. Um, what actually matters is that you ate when you're not hungry and you end up adding those calories. It has nothing to do with late at night. I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, I ate after seven and that's why I keep gaining weight. And it's like, no, it doesn't matter what time you eat. It just happens that after seven was the time where you weren't hungry uh, and you already had eaten dinner. Uh, you probably ate too little of a dinner, so you were hungry already. Um, or you were stressed out or you were sleepy. And instead of doing the thing you actually need to do, i.e. like, teach yourself to relax and calm down or, you know, just go to sleep, you decide to hop into, um, you know, hop into the fridge and, you know, bust out whatever meal, whatever you ate. Right. And I think that is the real problem. It has nothing to do with what time you eat. It has to do with the fact that you're eating when you're not actually hungry. Right. Um, so I think the big one for that, uh, is just to kind of let go of Oh man, like I didn't, um, I ate when I was, when it was too late or, you know, I ate when it was nighttime or uh, whatever else it is. I ate right before I went to sleep. No, it does not matter at all. Right. Um, the fifth one on, or sorry, the fourth one I want to go over is supplements, right? Like this is another one where it's, it's helpful. Right. Uh, and I think people should have like some protein powder on deck and if you want to get really special, you know, like a multivitamin and then some creatine, is super helpful. But, you know, outside of that, like, I think people uh, <laughs> think way too much into supplements. Like, we had a fat loss challenge, our $2,000 fat loss challenge recently. And there were all these people who went to NutriShop. And the NutriShop people, you know, are, are very, like, um, educated in supplements. And they were, people would come back to me and be like, oh, Mark, it's like, he said I should buy this thing and this thing and this thing and this fat burner and, and you know, this thing for energy. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. slow down. Right. Like we are still trying to get you to eat protein on a consistent basis. Right. Like you're jumping to letter Z when we're still mastering a right. And I think that's super important. Um, I think that's super, super important for people to realize is, hey, like 
don't get too caught up in that either, right? Like the main thing that's going to help you lose weight is not going to be supplements. There is no fat burner or no skinny tea or no like fat blast juice or any detox or I can go on and on and on about all the stuff that I hear. Uh, and the sad thing is none of those things are not even sad. It's good because you save money. Um, but none of those things are going to actually help you in the long run, right? Like none of those things are going to help you. Uh, they're just deterrents from what's actually important, right? So stop getting caught up in what supplements you should use or what's going to be the best supplement that, oh my God, like it's the Houdini. It is the magic supplement. I drank this thing and I woke up and my fat disappeared. Uh, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen as much as you want to. It doesn't matter how expensive the supplement is. Uh, it doesn't matter what commercial you saw it on. It doesn't matter how many, oh my God, she lost 20 pounds in four weeks. Uh, it does not matter, right? Um, so, and I see a lot of people. The biggest thing about all these things are that they stop people from actually getting results because they stop people from starting. They stop people from being consistent with the big movers and shakers. And they just overwhelm people so that they feel like they're never doing enough or never doing well, right? And I think that's a big one. Um, all right, last one on here is uh, really caring about uh, your carbs and fat ratio, like how many carbs, how much fat I should have. Um, and you know, for some people or even tracking your macros, right? Like that is another one where I think, um, down the road, like once you have been doing it for, once you have been like eating pretty healthy for a while and you want to take it to the next step, then, Hey, you can look at like, you know, your carbs, fat ratio and counting your macros. Um, but I don't think that is as important for many of our people, right? Like the biggest thing is going to be, and we'll get into this soon is habits. But this is another one where people are like, uh, and some of it's misconceptions. Like people think that if they eat fat, even if it's a healthy fat, that they are going to get fat. And that is not a one-to-one -one at all. Those are two completely different type of things. The other one is that carbs have been demonized uh, because they're so easy to eat. You know, like you can eat a piece of bread and you, you know, you'll be fine. Right. But if you start to eat like, you know, five, six, seven pieces of bread in one sitting, um, that's when you run into some trouble. So it's not actually that it's a carb or that it's a fat. It's that you're eating too much of it or you don't really understand it. And that's okay. Right. That's one of the things that we also help our people do when we do our nutrition coaching. We walk them through, Hey, like these are not bad things, but here's how you use them in a way that supports your goals. Um, all right. So those are the five big things that I see people kind of run into, uh, that really stops them from making progress. So now we're going to go into, um, some of the bigger things that uh, that really make progress for people, uh, and these are the things that you should be focusing about. Sh you should be focusing on. Uh, and these are our main focuses when we do hop into those um, when we hop into those coaching sessions and our nutrition coaching, or when we're just talking to clients out on the gym floor. Uh, so the first one is uh, protein at every meal. I cannot stress this one enough. Protein is going to be one of the most important things for you if you're looking to build muscle, if you're looking to stay healthy as you get older, if you're looking not to lose your muscle mass, if you're looking to burn fat, um, you know, if you're looking to stay strong, whatever else it may be, protein is going to be one of the biggest blocks for that. Uh, unfortunately, people uh, eat way too little of it. Uh, and a lot of the things that people think are really good protein sources like nuts or peanut butter or, you know, whatever else in that category, they're really not. Um, so what I want to kind of do is, you know, I want to get all of you to focus on eating protein at every meal, 
right? Eating protein at every single meal, whether that be Greek yogurt or meat or, you know, edamame or tofu, whatever it is, every single meal you should, you eat should have some type of protein in it, right? Now, the goal is, uh, and this is a little high, um, and this is not where you should, like, shoot for if you're just starting, but ideally, you would get um, a little less than one gram of protein per pound of body weight, right? Uh, which, you know, let's make it easier. If you weigh 130 pounds, you want to get probably at least like 100 to 130 grams of protein every single day. And your mouth just probably open and your jaw dropped. Good timing. You could go ahead and pop some protein in there. Because uh, you're like, oh my gosh, there's no way I could eat that much. And I've heard that year after year after year. Once we're doing our coaching and people, you know, they're like, wow, I should be eating that much. Like I was barely eating half of that. And that's okay, right? Like, it's you're not supposed to be there tomorrow. I don't expect anyone that's listening to this podcast to wake up tomorrow and be like, wow, I'm going to hit one pound, one gram per pound of body weight. Like, no, it's probably not going to happen. It's something you have to work up to. But it's an extremely important part, right? So what that looks like is, hey, like, just making sure we have, like, one to two fist sizes at every single meal of good protein. You know, I'm not talking about, you know, the nuts or peanut butter, like I said, or anything like even like beans may not be enough, but we want to get some really good protein sources from fishes, some meats, you know, it uh, doesn't have to be red meat if you're, if you don't want to do that. Uh, for my vegan people, you know, it's kind of getting those vegan proteins in there, that edamame, that tofu, um, you know, other things that kind of fall into that category. And we're really focusing on that at every single meal. Um, all right. So number two is going to be vegetables at every single meal. Um, and you know, we give you a little leeway, you got a little leeway for breakfast. I'm not going to make you, um, you know, I'm not going to make you eat broccoli inside of your oatmeal, you know, but for the rest of the meals, there should be some type of breakfast. One of the, or sorry, one, some type of vegetables, right? One, like one of the best things you can do is just eat a big salad every day. Like I'm talking like put a plate out there, like a big plate, not a little baby saucer. You're putting a big plate out there and you're going to. You're going to just fill it up with all types of vegetables and like some meat or some type of protein, tuna, whatever, salmon on top, right? Um, and, you know, if you want a little extra secret, there is some diabetic uh, ranch that is zero calories. And I am a ranch fanatic. Um, there's also Thousand Islands for those of you who, you know, haven't shifted over to the beautiful ranch life. But there's also Thousand Islands and it's zero calories, right? zero calorie. Um, it tastes pretty good. It's not going to be a one-to-one, of course. But what that allows me to do is smother my salad in that bad boy, um, and then I'm good to go, right? But make yourself a big salad, putting meat on top of that. And what that does is that vegetables are extremely important. Um, yes, there's the nutrition side of it, um, and like the micronutrients and vitamins and things. But when we're speaking specifically for weight loss, uh, they are extremely amazing at uh, satiety, Right, which basically means they make you full, um, you know, and they do that without having a lot of calories attached to them. Right, like if you eat a whole like bag of broccoli, you know, you're not you're only running about a hundred calories, but you will be absolutely stuffed. So what we do with this big uh, big salad every day is that we get you to look at that plate, and in your mind, um, your brain sees this and says, "Wow, this plate is full." Right, this plate is extremely full. Uh, which means I'm eating a lot, which is extremely good, especially if you're, you know, you're constantly trying to lose weight. Um, there will be some signals in there and like 
some self-sabotage of, oh my God, we're not eating enough. So doing this actually helps, you know, trick your brain into thinking you're eating more, um, you know, calorie-wise. You're still eating a lot volume-wise, but, you know, calorie-wise, you're really not. So you make this big salad, you put the things on top, and we're checking the box for satiety, right? And then with all of your meals, right? Like trying to add some type of broccoli, asparagus, edamame, cauliflower, whatever it may be, but these big, um, you know, high volume, uh, like thick vegetables, right? That make you like do a lot of chewing uh, and there's a lot of it to go through and it's not that high in calorie are gonna be some of your best friends along with your best buddy protein that are really gonna help you with your weight loss. Um, and I think the third one that I'll jump into is gonna be, um, it's gonna be moving more consistently, right? So the problem that um, a lot of people run into is that on their day-to-day, especially outside of the training sessions, you know, they're not really moving. They're not walking. They're not, uh, you know, taking longer walks to the to the grocery store. They're not going up the stairs. And all this stuff that sounds so corny. Oh, my God. Walking up the stairs. No, it actually makes a difference, right? So all those movements that happen outside of the gym are called NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. It's basically all the calories you burn doing stuff that isn't directly um, like focused exercise. Um, And what that does is that builds up over time, right? Like a lot of people say, oh my God, I need more cardio to lose weight. But in reality, what you actually need is just to go to the Rose Bowl, set the timer for 30 minutes, you know, three, four times a week and just walk. And just walk around the Rose Bowl. I promise you, if you increase the amount of steps that you did every week, you would start seeing yourself lose weight like next week, right? And you know, we're not short term. Like it's not going to be, oh my God, I walked one week and then all of it fell off, right? It's going to be over time, like everything. But that's one of the best habits people can add. Like a super solid um, regiment for people 40 plus is going to be, you know, three to four times a week. You're doing some type of strength training, so we're building muscle. Why? Because once again, the biggest reason that people over 40 end up uh, gaining weight is because they lose muscle. So that's going to be our first piece. The second piece is going to be two to three low-impact cardio sessions. So what does low-impact mean? That means that we're going for walks, walks up hills, we're going for hikes, we're going for little bike rides, uh, you know, we're you know, hopping on an elliptical or a treadmill, you know. And those are just for like 15 to 30 minutes, two to three times a week. If you can consistently do that, then you're going to find a lot of success. The problem is that people struggle with consistency, right? And that's actually going to be our fourth thing is just consistency. Uh, And I'm going to cut it after this one just because I don't want to overwhelm people uh, with too much, right? Like I can give you all eight things that are in our um, eight secrets for fat loss after 40 book. Uh, If you're interested in that, you can send me a message after, but you know, the the fourth one is going to be consistency. Uh, and consistency starts with uh, not wanting it all right away and committing to it being a long game. Like our motto at the gym is lifelong strong, right? Because we're embracing that we are not a gym that is going to help you lose 25 pounds in three weeks. It's not going to happen. You know why? Because I've seen people lose 15, 20 pounds in like a month. And what happens? They gained it all back and more because they didn't do it in a healthy way. They lost a bunch of muscle as well, so they become weaker. And it's even easier to gain that weight back because they lost the muscle, so their metabolism dropped, and it's easier to gain back that weight. So how do I start myself off with consistency? 
you have to build up, right? When people sign up with us at the gym, sometimes they're really excited. They're like, oh, like I want to go like four or five times a week. And I have to say, I'm, I'm happy that you're that excited, but I'm going to start you off with either two or three times a week. It depends on, you know, what their background is and how long they've been training or away from training. Um, you know, and two or three times a week at the gym. And I need you to show yourself, not me, but to prove to yourself that you can do that, right? And what that does is that builds a lot of confidence. It builds a lot of momentum uh, and it makes you feel really good, right? Because it's really hard to be consistent when you go from no training sessions a week to five training sessions and then all of a sudden you miss one and, you know, now you're like, wow, I'm not consistent. And you start to beat yourself up. Right. So the first part of consistency is uh, first realizing that you have to take it slow. Right. You have to start slow and build up. The second part of consistency is embracing our other motto, which is just show up. What just show up means is that you won't always um, you won't always have the best training session. You won't always lift the heaviest. Some days you'll go in and you'll be tired and you'll feel weak and you won't want to go. Um, and you might not have a great training session, but guess what? There's two things I can guarantee. The first one is that when you leave, you will feel better than when you came and when you before, or sorry, before the gym. And the second part is, is that if you continuously do that, you will create actual change, right? You'll create actual change. The problem with people is that they expect every single workout to be amazing. They expect themselves to always want to work out. They expect themselves to always want to eat well. Uh, and that's unrealistic, right? It is very unrealistic. But what is realistic is saying, hey, I told myself, you know, I'm not going to go to the gym five times, but I'm going to go uh, two times a week every week. And even if I don't have a great workout or even if I'm tired, I'm going to go to the gym. And, you know, we've had people come in before and I've been like, hey, like I can tell you're kind of tired. I want you to go lay down. You're going to breathe and meditate or you're kind of stressed out. You're going to breathe and meditate for like 30 minutes. I'm going to finish off the session with 30 minutes of working out. And that person has never left without a smile on their face. Why? Because they showed up and they checked the box. The biggest thing that you need to do is consistently check the box. If you look at actually creating change in people, right? So this is just for my people who are actually fed up with the way your body looks, with the way your body feels, with how you feel in your clothes. If you actually are ready to make change, you need to just show up. Stop worrying about if you're going to fit in. Stop worrying about if you're going to have a good workout. Stop worrying about if you're going to be able to keep up with someone else at the gym. Stop worrying about whatever it is and just clear your mind, close your eyes. Don't drive with your eyes closed, but like tunnel vision it and just show up to the thing. And that is the biggest thing that you can do to really start to create change in your life, right? Because the people that I see that make the best results, sometimes they come in and they feel strong. Sometimes they come in and they don't feel strong at all. Sometimes they lift even half as much weight because their kids kept them up last night till like 2 a.m. and they're exhausted. But the thing that they do is they continue to show up, right? Um, And the people that I see fall off are the people that start off and they're gung-ho and they're, you know, absolutely killing it and they're going hard and you know like then they miss a session and after they miss that session you stop seeing them so much because and i know what's happening they were so gung-ho and they were going so hard and they had these unrealistic expectations for themselves uh and they couldn't keep it up and they fell off and now they feel like a failure and now they're in their head about how far behind they are 
and how they'll never be able to get back to where they were and how they messed up their chance. Right. And I've seen it many, many times. I can tell in about the first three months what kind of person that we're dealing with. Um, and I try to address it. Right. So my only goal for you is to run it back is to stop majoring in the minors. Um, and for the first one, protein at every meal. The second one, veggies at every meal, including your veggie, uh, your broccoli and your oatmeal. <laughs> the third one is to consistently be moving. Right. So try to get some type of walking um, or exercise in and be cons- uh, every single week um, outside the gym. And the fourth one is going to be just show up and embracing that consistency. Um, all right, peeps. So that's it for this week's episode. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, feel free to message me. You can uh, send me a text at 626-382-7600. That's the Ion business number. Or you can shoot us an email at info at iontraining.com. Or if you want to be real specific with it, you get directly to me. You can send it to marcus at iontraining.com. Um, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you have any like uh, topics or things that you want us to cover in a future episode, just send it to that info at iontraining.com email. Uh, and if you're interested in you know signing up at the gym or checking us out, uh, we can hook you up with what we call a roadmap session. Uh, it's basically a time for you to come to the gym. You'll sit down with me um, and, you know, we won't work out or anything. I use that first day just to kind of see if we're a good fit for each other. Uh, I listen and learn a little bit more about your goals, your previous injuries, what you're going for, what your nutrition and stress look like. Uh, and based off of that, we'll help you create a plan that will help you be successful and embrace those four things I talked about. Um, so if you're interested in that, like I said, just shoot me an email at info at iontraining.com. Um, or you can check us out on Instagram or Facebook at Ion Training. But hope you all are having a great day um, and take care.